Well, welcome to the Good Talk Podcast. We remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 55. Three questions to reframe your world. Ooh. Dramatic. That is dramatic. I, I might have oversold that. <laughs> <laughs> reframe your whole world with these three simple questions. Sounds like a really bad, like, um, one of those infomercial. We're just three That hurt payments. my feelings. That hurt my feelings. <laughs> Last week was about being transparent, so I'm going to be transparent and say that hurt my feelings. (laughs) Well, I can be transparent and tell you that it feels cheesy. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Three questions to reframe your world. I'm excited. Um, If you cannot tell, I sound like a... What do I sound like to you? I don't know. A man. You have a cold. I do. I have a... You know, I don't even think I have a cold. It's like a... Because I've never felt bad. It could be a sinus infection. Yeah, I've never had a fever. I'm not like coffee and it's just like uh this is tmi you're welcome it's like a bunch of like congestion slash um mm. it's not <laughs> believe me i know and my voice went away i got it from your youngest brewer he had it like last week last weekend and gave it to me i'm on day like 10 i gave it to pepper pepper poor thing is like all crusty nostrils oh. she just can't what she didn't know what to do Hello. you hardly got anything I, no, I've just I've just manned up and I've just pushed through. The okay, cold. okay. Talking about man up, I, there's no off job when you have a tiny one. <laughs> That's so. very true. No, yeah, you got like a tiny little. You're like my throat hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's one what night. you do every day. No, one night, one night, it was like oh, I can't even swallow, and I'm like, I'm it pretty was a, sure. That's what I call a man cold, which is extra dramatic to death and flu. And exactly, it's not COVID though. That's the goodness. Yeah, you, I, you did a at home COVID test. Like my very first test. Did you I, touch your brain because we that were thing? going down to Georgia, and you were about to go speak, and I was like, oh, if, if I have it, and I don't like. No, I didn't want to give it to you and take you'd go down to Florida and give it everybody you're speaking to and then me go home. And so anyway, I did it and um, I was negative. So, yay. But also like what, you know, sometimes you kind of yeah. want an answer, but it is, it's, it's, gross. it's weird. I don't know if you felt this. I have like, cause we're both been a little, not too much of a cough, a little bit of a cough, but more like sneezing from time to time. And, but you, you know, you could, when you have the cold these days because of COVID, like people kind of look at you like, what are you doing? And, oh, yeah. And Do I was not sneeze. I when I was I was flying down to Florida this weekend to speak and I sneezed on the plane like a violent sneeze. Like a the You ma- had violent sneezes. Like the mask came off my face and then snapped back. That kind of sneeze. Like that's a lot. Really loud. I, I tried. I I prayed. I was even like, Do not do Have not, you ever do done not, like do the not. pinch your nose trick? Yeah. yeah. Did you do it? I didn't in that moment because I had the mask on. And Sometimes I like physically will hit my nose. Not hard, but like just pat it. <laughs> Can I do that? Like next time I see you're about to sneeze, just punch you in the <laughs> no, nose? No, it's not a punch. It's just a pat. Oh, okay. I'll just pat it. Anyways, anyway, I sneezed. You got evil eye. Everybody in the plane turned and looked at me like they were going to throw me out. Well, you had your mask on. Which is Gross. To sneeze with your mask <laughs> No, on. I totally agree. I feel like you should get like a replacement mask if you sneeze. It's gross. Well, the temptation, and I've done this actually. I've done it where I had the mask on, I'm about to sneeze. I pull the mask down, you know, and sneeze into your arm. But it's like the whole reason you have the mask right. on. In the one moment that you're going to spread the most germs, you take the mask That's off. That's so nasty. I, I can't. This is, have you guys enjoyed this uh, intro? <laughs> I'm sure it's just been so pleasant to listen to. I was down when I was down in Florida, it was like 90 degrees. I know. Well, even here in Nashville and in Georgia, everywhere it was like 80. <sighs> and now we're back in a stupid cold snap. I'm hoping this is like the last one. I'm over it. I'm done. 
I need sunshine and vitamin D. Yeah. I can't stand it. This is that time of year, though, like last week where you have a bunch of 70s and you start putting all your winter stuff away. And then like this weekend, they say there's like a small chance, but a chance of snow. And you're like, are you kidding me? I know. I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah. Call the weatherman. Tell him to stop. Mm. As if he controls it. He does not. He does not. And you are a weatherman, too, by the way. You are obsessed with I'm not with a weatherman, weather. but I am obsessed with the weather. I'm obsessed. I'm about 30 years ahead of my you time. You know all the way. different, like, models, and I'm like, Pete, it's supposed to be, you know, rainy tomorrow. He's like, no, according to XYZ model, it's actually. And you go <laughs> off on I'm like, how do you know this? I'm a weather nerd. <laughs> how do you know this? Anyways, this is a very random assortment of conversations this morning. Let's talk about the three questions to reframe your okay. world. Okay, I have to set them up, though. I have to set the three questions. Okay. Up. This is a great exercise that I think really can change your perspective and how you approach life. But it, and we've talked a lot on this podcast about the power of thoughts. And I, I think for me, it's probably the past couple of years that I've really started to explore that and study like the power of that. And um, the reality is our lives are always moving in the direction of our most powerful thoughts, right? Our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. In other words, what we think shapes mm-hmm. who we are. Yeah. And in recent years, there's an entire discipline of modern psychology that studies this. It's called cognitive behavioral therapy. And it's, it's all about this idea. And the breakthrough teaching behind this cognitive behavioral therapy is basically revealed that so many things that we struggle with in life, I mean, things from eating disorders, relationship challenges, addictions, some forms of, of anxiety, are all rooted in faulty and negative patterns of thinking. Like self-talk. Yes. And, and the life that we have is a reflection of what we think. And I just that, that's a crazy idea to think that the thoughts that you're thinking are literally shaping your life. Have you spent much time thinking about that? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, not lately, but I believe it. And I can think back to times that have been hard both hard and good. Like, okay. So great example is the first month of Pepper's life. It's like, I'm obviously was so in love with this little thing, but I kept repeating to myself, like, this is hard. You know, like in the Mm. moments where I was in a dark room and having to hold her. So she would sleep and like waking up three times in the night to feed her. Like when those really early stages, I just remember being like, man, this is really hard. This is really hard. And so it's like, that was my posture, right? Even throughout the day. And I still had joy, of course, in like some, like those early moments, but still it's like, it really can, it, it began to shape it instead of just be a reaction to it, if yeah. that makes any sense. Makes a lot of sense. It, what's interesting too is that modern psychology is not the only thing that's kind of, you know, revealed this, but even scripture, you know, thousands of years ago, Proverbs 23 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. It's this idea that your thoughts are powerful. And so, in my mind, if you think about it, if if both the Bible and modern science teach us that our lives are moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts, then a really important question to ask ourselves is, do I like the direction my thoughts are taking me? Which probably is what you asked yourself at some point, even if you don't remember verbalizing it that way. It's like, do I like the direction my thoughts are taking me? Just stop to think right now about the thoughts you tend to have on a regular basis about your work about your spouse, about your kids, uh, about money. And do you like the way your life is forming around those things? 
Or, again, a deeper question is, do you like the direction that your thoughts are taking you? And often, we've said this many times on this podcast, I love saying this, often what's keeping you from getting what you want is the story that you keep telling yourself. Mm-hmm. And the, the vast majority of people that I work with in life coaching, um, I, for the most part, they're very successful people that are often stuck right? They're stuck. They, 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 there's just a little something more that they need. And I would dare say 95% of the time, the thing that's keeping them from achieving what it is they want to achieve, whether that's a, you know, a goal around money or a goal around accomplishment or a goal with work-life balance, no, no matter what it is, the thing that's often keeping them from what it is that they really want is the story that they keep telling themselves. It, it's their thoughts. It has nothing to do with their skill, has nothing to do with their ability, has nothing to do with what sometimes they've termed obstacles that are standing in their way. They think it's out there. They think it's external. It's almost never external. Mm -hmm. It's always internal. It's the things that are going on in our mind. And there's, there's one of two ways that you can approach life. Most people approach what I would call a default life. And a default life is a life that's full of excuses. It's a life that's happening to you, right? And then there are a few people who learn to live what we call a created life. I like to call it a design life because I I like that parallel between a default life and a designed life. Mm -hmm. And a life that's a life that is created or it's designed by you. A default life is about just reacting. Yeah. You're just reacting to circumstances, right? Life happens. You show up passively and you react to the ups and the downs. You say things like, my boss is just so mean and difficult to work with. My wife doesn't listen to me. Uh, the industry that I'm in isn't like it used to be. Again, it's default. You're just passively responding to the things that are happening around you. A design life, right, or a created life is one where you choose how you're going to respond Despite the circumstance, despite what's happening in your relationship, despite what's happening in your line of work, right? It's, it's a design life. It begins with you thinking about life and then assigning the words that you choose to describe the world that you're living in. So what does that look like practically? I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so oh, glad because okay. I have an exercise. <laughs> Perfect. Because again, uh, and, and, and this is where I struggle with this topic. I, I, I've been around, I've heard this whole idea and this concept for a long time. Again, modern science, the Bible, all agree on this whole idea that your life is moving in the direction of your most powerful thoughts. But for most of my life, I think I've also felt like I'm just a victim of my thoughts. I can't control my thought. I can't control the voice that's in my head. It's just it or is my, what it is. My thoughts are a reaction to what's happening around me. Yes, which is the exact description of that default life. Versus design life. A default life is, yeah, you're just allowing your mind to react to the people, the things, the circumstances around you. That's right. all and you're doing. It doesn't doing. mean you can't respond to those things. You just, you cannot let your life be shaped by them. That's right. That's right. And so the reality is, and, and you can, I think, I don't know if train's the right word. I, I would say train. Yeah, train your, your, yourself in such a way that you begin to be aware that's where it starts. Be aware of that voice in your head and be aware that that voice is not you. But then actually be able to detach yourself from that so that you can begin to control the thoughts that you have in your life. So here's a little exercise that'll make this super practical for all of you and it might help this make sense. And I've just started doing this recently and I've found it to be really helpful. When you think about 
default life versus design life? Like, how do you live a design life or how do you live this created life where you're not just reacting passively to the things around you? So for me, this is an exercise I've been doing in the morning. And it's these three questions that, again, I, I think you ask these three questions and answer these three questions, you can reframe the world. It doesn't, notice the word reframe. I'm not saying it's going to change everything yeah, that happens in yeah. your world. It gives you a different perspective and a different energy for how you approach those things. Okay. All right. So here are the three questions. I'll, I'll read them and then we'll go back and kind of talk through them a little bit. All right. The first question is, how will I create myself today? How will I create myself? Yep. How will I create myself today? Or you could, again, you could, I, I, I often, when I'm talking about default versus design, so you could say design or create, but how will I create or how I design myself today? Okay. Second question is, how will I create others today? And then the third thing is, how will I create the world today? And what we're talking about, obviously, is how, how do I create my thoughts around those three different entities? How do I create my thoughts around myself? How do I create my thoughts around others? How do I create my thoughts around this world that I'm living in? So I'll, I'll break this down a little bit and just try to even think about today, what this looked like for me this morning. I start with that, how will I create myself? And I make a conscious choice for how I want to show up in the world today. How do I want to show up, right? And so um, you guys have heard me talk a lot about the five kind of vital things I need in my life. The VITEL starts with validation. This is what kind of fits into that. This is an exercise really around validation. And so how will I create myself today? I'm going to go in today and I'll say things like this morning, one of the things I said was, I'm, I am a curious person. I'm curious, meaning as things happen throughout my day today, I'm going to press into them. I'm going to ask some questions. I want to know why, why does that happen that way, right? Because I want to be a lifelong learner. So I'm curious. Uh, I also said, said this morning, I want to be calm and confident. Today, I want to be calm and confident. I don't want to overreact to things. Uh, I don't want to slip into my deepest insecurities. I want to show up and be calm and confident. Uh, I said, this, is, this one involves you. I said, I am extra attentive to Jordan. Mm. I'm extra attentive to Jordan. That's nice. And what that does for me is then as I interact with you today, I'm, I'm telling myself in advance, this is who you are, Pete. This is, this is what you do. Right, you're going to be extra attentive today. Um, uh, I wrote down, I am super present with my kids. Uh, I wrote down, I am creative, and those are just a handful of things that today I wrote about how I want to create myself today, how I want to show up to the people, how I want to show up to the world around me, to the task that land on my plate. I am choosing in advance. This is this is who I'm going to be today. It's so cool because it is kind of a like. <laughs> subconsciously you're telling your brain is going to behave in those ways, right? Yes. Like, especially if you repeat it. I remember I did this thing, maybe it was a few years ago. I've talked about it on the podcast, but it was like, I am loving and I'm kind. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you go through your day and I was like, I'm loving and I'm kind. What, what would I do in this situation? So I'm in a long line at Kroger, you know, things aren't going right. The lady's like slow as molasses. And I'm like, I'm loving and I'm kind. <laughs> Even when I don't want to be like kind. Yeah. I'm, so I've talked to her and asked her questions, how she's doing. And you never know, like when I left there, maybe she felt really seen that day. But it's so true to say, whatever you kind of speak over your day or your life, it actually, because you're verbalizing it or at least like manifesting it into words, it is kind of something that 
can play out almost subconsciously because you're believing something about yourself. And if you wake up every day, Jordan, you say, I am loving and kind, does it mean that you're actually going to be loving and kind in every circumstance? Probably not. But what is going to happen is when you act in an unloving and an unkind way, your brain's going to say, hey, I thought you said, like, it's going to jump out at you, right? Some people would call that conviction. Some, you know, but, but, but the idea there is your brain's going to be like, oh, that's not what you actually said. You said you wanted this. And because when you say something, your brain goes on high alert. We've talked about the power of this before. You say, I want a gray new Ford Bronco and just watch. You're going to you're going to all of a sudden see a ton of gray Ford Broncos. Why? Because you told your mind that was important to you. And so your mind goes on high alert and starts scanning for that and you just start seeing it everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. It's not like you actually manifested more Ford gray Broncos to show up in <laughs> yeah. your life. They were there. You just now told your brain, "Hey, that's important to yeah, me." Yeah, that's good. And so when you tell your brain what you just said, "I want to be loving and kind." Number one, it's going to help you show up in that kind of way. But then when you don't show up in that kind of way, you're going to know it. You're going to feel it. Yeah. And you're, there's going to be that sense of, ah, that's, that's not really who I want to be. Yeah, it's good. All right. So how will I create myself? Second question, how will I create others? And this is where I make a conscious choice how I want to show up with whoever I'm connecting with in that day. So instead of passively, passively responding to who shows up, I'm actually consciously going to create them. So, um, so today when I did this, I actually pulled up my agenda for the day to look through my agenda because obviously there's going to be people you interact with in the day that you you weren't planning on it. But for the most part, you kind of know at the beginning of your day who you're going to, you know, you know the meetings you're going to be in. You know who you're going to see at work. You know you're going to if right. you're married, you're going to see your spouse or your kids. So I, I actually looked through that so that I could begin to consciously create the people that I'm going to interact with. So instead of ending the day with, uh, Jordan just never listens to me, and my coworkers are lazy, and my kids don't listen to a word I say, instead of ending the day with all that kind of garbage, I'll begin the day with, you know what, my wife is appreciative of me. Or my coworkers are gifted beyond what they even know, and I'm going to try to find some ways today to point that out to them. Or my kids are playful and fun, uh, and I love that about them. Again, I literally look through this through that day at the people that I'm going to be interacting with, and I create them. That's good. Do you really do that? I do. Huh. I should do that. I like that. Because again, it. it, it does me saying that, hey, when I know I have a, a, a meeting with a client or a meeting with someone from church or whatever, me saying, you know, creating them, does that actually change the way they act in that moment? Not me saying the words. That doesn't change it. It's the energy I show up with and how I treat them. Got it. You, under, you understand yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I had thought originally that how will I create others was kind of how you interact with those people. But this is more of like your thoughts around those people, which obviously play into how you treat them. Exactly. Your thoughts about them will consciously, unconsciously change the way that you interact with them. And the way you interact with them, guess what? It's going to change the way they interact with you. So it's it's a it's a game changer in my mind and how you approach the people that you're going to interact with in the course of that day. And then the the third one, and you can see how these kind of get 
progressively more difficult and a little bit more out of your control, right, is how will I create the world. And I make a conscious choice how I want the world to be that day. And instead of ending the day with thoughts like, oh, the economy is just terrible and people are mean and judgmental and I feel like, you know, I can't tell you how, how many days, you know, I've ended the day with, I, I just feel like the world's against me. You know, I just feel like, how many times have you heard me say this, Jordan? Uh, you've been like, well, how was your day? I was like, oh, it's like, I feel like it was one step forward, ahead. two steps back, or I, I can never get ahead. It just keeps piling on. You know, it's like, that, that, that's you using your words to describe your thoughts about the world that you live in. And again, if your life is moving in the direction of your most powerful thoughts, when you say things like that, that's the world that you're living and playing in. Yeah, your brain... Believes it, yes. Your emotions respond to it. It's like, or you could say, like, th- like if you had said, "Oh gosh, I got a lot done. I've got some more to do, but that can wait till tomorrow." It's yep. like then your whole mindset's like, "Oh, that can wait till tomorrow." Yeah, you know, it it really is crazy how powerful your brain is. Yep. So you know, again, this morning just kind of jotted a few things down. Uh, one of the things where people are gracious and um, and ultimately kind. And now, does that mean that the entire world is gracious and ultimately kind? No, but I am choosing to say that I believe the vast majority of the world actually is really kind. They really are, and I want to show up in that world, yeah. right? I want to interact in that world. I wrote down, "Life is happening for me, not to me," and I'm exactly where I need to be. You know, again, it's I really do believe that we live under this friendly sky. We have this God who loves us and he's for us and he's rooting for us and he wants the best for us and if i really believe that why wouldn't i you know not only have those thoughts but then assign words to those thoughts and that's what this exercise does that i think is so powerful it's one thing to have the thought it's another thing to assign a word to the thought and this forces me to assign words to the thoughts which then makes it that much more powerful in my mind Mm. That's good. And so that's just a little trick I've been doing lately to to really try to help me think through. Because the whole idea that your life is moving in the direction of your most powerful thoughts, I've always believed that to be true. I just wasn't exactly sure how do I apply that to my life. Right. I mean, one way, obviously, is we need to be keenly aware of every thought we allow our mind to entertain. But beyond that, I, I just needed an exercise. I needed a way to kind of... Think specifically yeah. through the thoughts I have about myself, the thoughts I have about other people, and then the thoughts I have about the world I'm living in. And if I can start each day with an exercise that helps me positively frame thoughts about myself, about others, and about our world, I, it, it just changes the way that you live and interact and play in this life that we've been given. Yeah, I really like it because it, it impacts more than just like you and your situation or your spouse. It's like... I can think about examples even in career where you're like, I am inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, I am curious. Like you said, I'm creative. And I can remember seasons in my life where I was doing something that, you know, really did spark those things. But it, I was telling myself every day, like, that, I have good ideas. I have good ideas. I have good ideas. Yeah. And it's just like, it became this like snowball effect that did yep. kind of feed itself. So I really love it. Yes, it can impact your own self-esteem, your relationships, your career. I just think it's such a massive thing and so practical. And I, I it doesn't not work. You yeah, know what I mean? Like right. it's it's right. you are absolutely like 
controlling your own thoughts, which sometimes you feel like is not in your control. So yeah. I love that. I remember, uh, can I tell a quick story? Yeah. This was years ago. Uh, I was up in Canada and uh, I was going to a speaking event and we were running a little bit late. The plane had gotten in late or something. And I'm in the back seat. I'm assuming, I guess it was an Uber. It might have actually been a taxi or, or I think the conference must have had a driver or something. Yeah. Anyway, it was a guy from another country. Uh, not Canada or the U.S. I, th- I want to say it was the Philippines. I can't remember, but we're driving it, and the traffic is crazy because they're doing all this construction. And I'm frustrated because I'm looking at my watch, and we're going to be late. You know, that's like a huge fear of mine. And I'm like, gosh, I'm getting paid to go to this, and now I'm the one showing up late, and blah blah blah. And uh, I remember saying to the guy something about like this traffic is. Re- Ridiculous. I mean, look at all this construction. It's like it's like construction never ends. It's like they're always doing construction. Why can't they do this in the middle of the night when nobody's out here? I'm I'm kind of rattling on. Yeah. And he he stops and he says, "Well, you know where where I'm from, we actually don't have a good road system at all." He's like, "I, I think all, all this construction's wonderful because this means that you know we're going to have great roads, you know, to drive on." Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, that's one way to look at it." But <laughs> I, I remember thinking at that time. Again, this was years ago, like, wow, the power of how you frame up a situation and the thoughts that you assign to it and then the words that follow do completely make the difference between a situation. We're both in the exact same situation. One of us is full of frustration and maybe a little bit of anger, but mostly frustration. The other one is full of joy, peace, and honestly, gratitude in that moment for the fact that he now lives in a country that has a great system, a great road system. Yeah. And it's like, and the only difference is the way we're framing up the situation. So true. I love it. It's simple and like also super profound. And I feel like no one really talks about that, the power of that in your day to day. So that's really good. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Being here. <laughs> for listening and being here oh man if you guys could only hear the conversations that are not on the microphones i swear one day we'll do a mic'd up because we we go down rabbit holes of like this times a hundred um and i'm really sorry you guys had to listen to me and my nose and my my raspy voice but i hope you guys enjoyed it um again if you have not subscribed please do so that helps us out a lot uh, rate review all the things if you're watching on youtube you can subscribe and you get the video sent to you every time that we publish it so you don't ever have to go looking for it so i love it can i, can I say one somewhere. more thing i just sure. remembered it's not about oh thoughts my gosh. but last week we talked about transparency yeah and we had such amazing feedback from people yeah, this yeah, week yeah. who Thank you uh, sent that. emails and stuff. And for some of you taking steps towards transparency in your relationship so you can have better intimacy. So I just wanted to pause for just a second yeah. and say thank you for uh, some of the just amazing feedback and the way you guys responded to that episode. It was very encouraging to me personally, uh, but also really exciting to hear that it struck a chord for a lot of you and, and you struggle with that just like I do. And uh, you're looking for ways to show up in your relationships with more transparency. So good for you. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're cheering you on in that process. And that's such a great example of how vulnerability is often replicated mm. when when you do share that because you are vulnerable. Yeah. Like if you can sense that someone is vulnerable and authentic in that moment, it sparks that in you. Yeah, and so I hope that's encouraging to know like you did it and you got that great, you know, a ton of reaction from it. So I, I think that's very... Um, 
mutual and how that would impact your own life. So anyways, that was a really good episode, episode 54, if you did not check that one out. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. Have an amazing week. Uh, We love you and appreciate you so much. And that was another good good talk. talk.